eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. The closer we get to this game, the I think I'm getting excited about it. I think it's going to be a really great matchup between two talented teams. Um, you can find starts on the offense and defensive side of the Seattle Seahawks, but let's do a quick little preview right now because we'll start with the Bengals offense. Um, I know DK talked today. I really don't think he said too much, but uh, like Jamar Chase said, he was supporting his teammate, and uh, and I, I agree it's going to be a, pretty much a, a fun battle between the rookie and Jamar Chase when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. T. Higgins, I'm leaning towards T Higgins playing in this game. Um, Just from hearing him today, he's been limited to practice the last two days. He did say to the media today, he did everything in practice that everyone else did, but the Bengals did list to him as limited. When you think about this Bengals offense, running the ball, at least, you know, putting it in the air, I feel like they'd have a little more success when it comes to facing the passing defense for the Seattle Seahawks. But what, what do you expect to see from that matchup? Yeah, uh, interesting matchup. <clears throat> I remember I was listening to the New Heights podcast, which uh, not every Bengals fan is going to do because Travis Kelsey's on it, but I like it. And uh, I thought it was interesting that they said that they don't think – they think the average person actually underrates bulletin board material. And I was like, oh, I always I always almost felt the opposite. Like, these are mm-hmm. professionals. But I guess uh, they feel – a little bit different about that. And this is when they're talking about Nathaniel Hackett and um, Sean Payton, that whole thing going on, which the Jets clearly did care about. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe that does just, maybe that's Zach Taylor going, it, it, I almost feel bad for Witherspoon, but it's me as Zach Taylor going like, I'm going to drop a play for Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase going like, I've got to catch it. You know, <laughs> like I can't, and just a little, just 5% extra. Maybe it does matter a little bit more than I think. I, I think either way, whether or not this comment was made, I think Jamar Chase will do what he does. Mm -hmm. It's very trustworthy that a top five receiver will be good. 
uh, when it comes to T Higgins, I, I still feel a little bit like 50, 50, but I'm more like 55, 45 that he plays. It, yeah. Didn't he say he's feeling optimistic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um, oh. but Zach Taylor is, he manages these and he, he's done it before where he set chase out an extra game when Jamar chase thought he was going to go against the Tennessee Titans. I could see Zach Taylor looking at this game and saying, of course you want Jamar chase out or you want T Higgins out there, but saying, you know what, you're going to have to have Trent Irwin, Yoshi, all of those other guys step up again. I know it's a totally different defense from what you saw last week in Arizona, but that gives T Higgins two extra weeks with the buy coming up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that does make sense to try to do that too. But at the same time, <clears throat> it seemed like what I was reading is that the cracked rib doesn't actually have like a higher injury, re-injury risk type of thing. I'm not an expert, but what I was reading from physical therapists and athletic trainers seem to be it's more pain management and whether or not you can physically play. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. I, I, just, I feel a little bit optimistic about it. You made a good point with the bye week. And you're going to feel a lot better after another two weeks of rest rather than taking some shots to the ribs throughout the game. I think the passing offense will be fine. I think they'll, and they might be good. This <clears throat> Seahawks defense hasn't really faced a, they haven't faced a lot of quarterback passing attacks like this. And I think it's possible that the closest one was the Rams with Matt Stafford, because while it's Sean McVay, it's not, the Jared Goff, Sean, McVay, Sean McVay offense. It's the uh, Matt Stafford, Sean McVay offense, which does have some similarities to what the Bengals do. And they shredded him. That was, you know, Puka Nakua was like, who the heck is that type of performance? And Tutu Atwell had a bunch of stuff. So it's a really well-constructed passing game in LA, but that's kind of what it reminds me of. Now, I think the part you have to worry about is whether or not the Seahawks can get a lot of pressure. I, They've got interesting pieces, but I, man, was that 11 sacks against New York? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard when you bring up the competition that the Seahawks have played so far. And it's in one week one, I know you can point to the Rams who are playing, I think, better than a lot of people expected, but it was week one. So it's so hard for yeah, me to that judge too. that. But when it comes to the other matchups, they played Carolina, they played the Giants, and it's just the competition they've played. It's so hard to compare to see where they're at this year compared to where they were last year, which I've still been impressed with this team. I think they're really talented. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this one kind of it. I'm I don't I don't I don't know what the outcome is going to look like. We'll obviously have a prediction later in the podcast, but it, it's a little scary at times when you look at the Seahawks. Yeah, the Seahawks are a good team. I don't <clears throat> I, they were a playoff team last year. I think they're a good team this year. Really, it's it's going to be a little bit of a tough opponent. Um, you have the advantage of being at home, and it's a Western team coming out east and playing early. But, I mean, it's just that their pass defense hasn't been very good. And if the Bengals didn't have the game they had last week, then I would not feel very confident. They've got a good run defense, and that's surprising to me just because 
they had a their run defense was good last year too. But um, it's surprising to me because every Seahawks person I was following uh, throughout the offseason was like, why don't we have a nose tackle? What is going on? Where's the nose tackle? They let all of them go. Al Woods is gone, I think. Uh, so that was like, oh, I, I figured they're not going to have a good you know, run defense, but maybe they can overcome that. And then their run defense by EPA per play is, I don't know, top five, six, somewhere in there. Yeah, right around, yeah, right around like the Ravens type of run defense that the Bengals face and the Browns as well. So I don't think they're going to be able to pound the rock. They'll use it like they have used it the whole year to take shots off of Joe Burrow, to set things up in the passing game, and to basically stay efficient, hopefully. Uh, we'll see if they'll be able to do that. I I, I think the Bengals' offense is going to be okay against this Seahawks defense, though. I think that's what I mainly came away with. The Lions, are uh, that was a good matchup, and they won that game. But at the same time, the Lions and the Bengals don't feel that similar to me. Just in terms of they get under center, they try to pound it, establish it when it comes to their offense versus Seahawks defense, and they take shots, but they're mostly off of play action from the under center stuff. The Bengals are so much more drop back, spread and shred type of offense that that's why I kind of looked at the Rams as a similar opponent, and they had a lot of success. Not to say that the Bengals will have success, and the Seahawks defense is probably even playing better. They've got two good corners, Tariq Woolen. Can't forget him. He almost won defensive rookie of the year if Sauce Gardner wasn't an all-pro in his first season. And, you know, Witherspoon as well. Mm-hmm. I think he deserves the praise. Do you feel bad for Devin Witherspoon that DK Metcalf basically went like, yeah, he's going to take care of the best player? Um, I do think that Jamar, if they end up winning the game, I'm sure Jamar will have something to post on social media after that's over. Uh, but I, I'll say this. I think Jamar actually, who is one of my favorite quotes this season, I think he is so funny and so honest. And then his quotes today were just absolutely amazing. But I think he answered it in a really funny way. Um, and he just said, hey, he's going to hype up this guy. At the end of the day, we got to go out there and we have to play against each other. I know there was the comparison, both were number five picks or the fifth pick in the first round. And he's like, none of that, none of that matters at all. And I just, I, I think Jamar brings up a good point. And I can see at the end of the day, DK is just hyping up this guy. And, and obviously he did have that praise for Jamar Chase when he started that quote. Uh, but yeah, I do feel, I feel a tad bad for him. Uh, just because of the way Jamar Chase is playing. Um, it is, it feels like this could be his best season in the NFL. And I don't feel like that's a hot take. It feels a little bit early for me just because he wasn't having that amazing of a season. And then yeah. and then the, the big game happened, which not to take that away from him, you know, like he's going to yeah. do that. I, I feel like if, if Joe, because it just, it's all connected through Joe. And, it, and if Joe would, was healthy mm-hmm. to begin the season, we would have, we would have. Agreed, agreed. No, I think a lot of his early quote unquote struggles, which for him was still pretty good, uh, mm-hmm. came from Joe Burrow's not healthy. And that's really everybody wanted to dissect this offense and like, what's wrong? What is going on? And it really feels like it just came down to Joe's not healthy. And they're not an offense that gives you cheap, easy plays off of play action and has a run game they can really rely or want to rely on. Dan Orlowski actually even said that he's like the Bengals offense. They didn't change too much in that. <clears throat> wrinkles. Like, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah. It's yeah. like wrinkles and like they changed the frequency of some stuff, but it's not like they came out there and they went, look, our scheme's not working. We're changing playbooks. Like that's yeah. just not how, that's just not how the NFL works. 
You can't do that in one week. And even Brian Callahan said that going into the game. They can't just change their offense going into the game. People didn't like that. I was like, Brian's telling the truth. He's he's so honest. He's too honest. He's too honest. He's too honest. 